brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. This is your dose of daily market wisdom with master trader Nick Santiago. Starting from humble beginnings, Nick has been beating the markets for over two decades. He shares with you his take on the profitable trades that will have you moving towards financial freedom in no time at all. To see an in-depth review of his track record and much more, go to inthemoneystocks.com. Welcome. This is your daily dose of daily market wisdom with master trader Nick Santiago. I'm Kerry Lutz. Today is 12-10-21, show number 348. Well, uh, transitory inflation. We got another dose of it, Nick. <laughs> yes, we did. CPI was the big headline today. So that came in at 6.8% uh, for November. In October, the CPI, I believe, was 6.2%. Today's number was the highest it's been since June 1982. Uh, you got to chuckle at that. But um, again, um, this is definitely a hot number. Now, the whisper was seven uh, was 7%. We didn't quite get to the whisper number. Um, so the market rejoiced at the start of the day. But it, we're, we're steadily fading a little bit here. Um, and we'll see how it plays out. The core CPI number was up 4.9% year over year versus 4.6% in October. So this was definitely a hot number. It puts pressure on the Fed next week. And um, we have a big Fed meeting on Wednesday. So everybody will be watching that. They're going to announce their interest rate policy decision for the U.S. Um, they're actually not going to do much as far as raising interest rates. But they are likely to say that they'll accelerate the uh, current $15 billion a month tapering. So um, I think that's what we're going to get out of Powell. He's already said uh, when he testified in front of a bank, a Senate banking committee that he uh, is looking to accelerate the tapering. And we'll see if tapering equals tightening. I think it will. And let's not forget, according to John Williams, the actual inflation rate is upwards of 14%. And he's measuring inflation the way it was measured in the 60s and 70s. So it's actually a lot worse than the numbers uh, released by the government. The government numbers always lie. We know that. And this is what we have to look forward to. This is what we have to look forward to. But either way, it's a hot number. Um, people don't need to see the CPI number to know there's inflation. <laughs> they could just go to the gas station. They could just go buy food. But, you know, again, they do a number where the, you, uh, you do not include food and energy. But what else is there? <laughs> yeah, well, everything is getting more expensive. Restaurants. It reminds me of the 70s. Every time you went to a restaurant, every time you went to a restaurant, they would have new prices and new menus. And that's what it's reminding me of here, Nick. Yeah, and we are repeating that. So it looks like the Carter days are back. And what's amazing is uh, it's it's 40 years. It's basically 40 year cycle. Yes, and, it is. And uh, our good friend Eric Haddock, a master of cycles, actually has a website called 40 year cycle. So it's 40 year inflationary cycle. It's back, maybe it's 38 or 39, but close enough. And Back uh, 40 years ago, interest rates were 
Yeah, um, I, I don't think we're getting there, but I do think rates are on the rise. So I've been saying that for a long, long time. We've already seen a big, big uh, pop in uh, interest rates. But, you know, historically speaking, we're still very, very low. But I do think that rates are on the rise from here. I think you have to be very, very careful with that, especially on the long bond, meaning, you know, the 30 year. I think that's going to make its move first. The 10 year will follow. And um, if we go into an inverted yield curve, which could happen very soon, then, you know, we'll have a, a pretty good, um, not only a correction, but we'll probably recession. have a recession. Recession, yeah. for sure. Hey, so next week, we also have a quad witch to make things even worse. So with all these bad economic numbers, this thing could really go crazy. It can. It can. Next week is going to be the quarterly expiration for December. And uh, that options expiration is a quadruple witching uh, where you're going to have four different asset classes expiring. It usually makes for a very choppy and volatile week in many of the popular stocks. So you want to be careful there. If you own a stock that's, you know, at, a, at an all time high, be very, very careful. There's, the odds are favorable. It will pull back. And stocks that are in the gutter uh, that are down a lot sometimes will get bids. Um, but it's a week of institutional game playing by the institutional crowd. So these guys know where they want to put certain uh, stocks by the end of the week because of the popular strike prices that are being played next week. So you got to be a little bit careful there. It's also a time period where you'll get a lot of rumors. Most of the rumors will be false, but I mean, we've seen it over and over and over again, especially during a quad witch. Uh, you got to be very, very careful. You get re ridiculous upgrades and downgrades by these institutions as well. Uh, I like to call it the real shark week. And I think you got to be on your toes next week. Yeah. Always a good idea for sure. I, so Bitcoin. Now, before we get started, a couple of people have written in emails, comments on the YouTube channel. When you mention a weekly closing, what they say is, hey, but Bitcoin trades 24-7. How do you have a weekly closing yeah, in this? I just go follow what the stock market does. Stock market closes at four o'clock on Friday. That's what I use. I know Bitcoin trades around the clock 24-7, but, you know, we, we got to draw the line somewhere. So, again, I use that 4 o'clock close on Friday. Um, right now, it doesn't look good. Right now, Bitcoin futures are not really very strong. And, um, again, it's struggling down here. It's really um, teeter-tottering just below its and above and below its its 200-day moving average. This is not a strong weekly close. If it closed below 52,000, I think that's problematic for the Bitcoin bulls. And it's almost certainly appears that that is going to be the case. It's going to close under 52K. And then, uh, but, uh, you know, the old argument, but Bitcoin is different, Nick. It's, uh, it's different than any other market. And in some respects, that's true. Right now, Bitcoin, as we speak, for what that's worth, up a little bit, trading around 48,000 on the spot bit market. Uh, and even that, uh, how you come up with a current Bitcoin price Every exchange has a different price for it. Yeah, I mean, what what I do is I use the Bitcoin futures chart. So that's that's what for me, you know, when I give you any numbers or any levels, I'm always going off of the Bitcoin futures chart because it's it's honestly it, it's too hard to decipher on all these different exchanges. So um, that's what I go by. I don't even trade the thing yet, but I will be trading the BIDO when that becomes a little bit more popular. Um, right now we'll let it settle in a little bit, but overall, I, I, one thing I can say about Bitcoin, whether you love it, you believe in it, you don't, it's very technical. It follows the technicals and like everything else, the technicals are nothing more than the footprints of human nature. And this is a pretty weak, you know, closes down here. That's a pretty weak close. And, um, ultimately it doesn't mean you can't get a bid back up or anything like that. 
but it, it just puts the warning sign that this ultimately can go a lot lower. Hey, and what's the, uh, what's the 200 day moving average, Nick? 200 day moving average on the Bitcoin futures chart, the daily chart is right at 49,026. So, um, you know, we are below that right now trading at around 48,200. So that's going to be, uh, uh, the second day in a row. If we close down here, where uh, Bitcoin uh, will will trade below that 200-day moving average, and that is not a sign of strength. No, for certain, it is not. Well, this is a really fascinating situation here. Uh, I really enjoy these uh, discussions that we have when things are really happening. Uh, when you go through these dull periods, uh, it's a little harder to find things, but but the beauty of it is using your system, you're seeing action even when the waters are very calm at the surface underneath there's a lot of stuff happening let's just quickly cover gold and silver all this inflation talk should be a, a net positive for the metals and i think there's a wake-up going on here where everybody is beginning to come to terms that we have long-term systemic intractable inflation probably the metals are going to catch a bit at this at this rate the way the awareness is going well, you would think that the metals would have, you know, made a bigger move already. Today, you do have gold up, you know, uh, a half a percent. It's an eight-point jump, but the chart has been weak, and and that's what really is sometimes problematic. And it's one of the reasons why I use charts. But, you know, it's not to say gold can't firm up. Gold can certainly firm up. I mean, you you would think right now with the inflation that we're looking at that we'd see three thousand gold, but that's that's not the case. We're currently sitting, you know, at around seventeen thousand uh, seventeen eighty five. So, you know, again, it could firm up, but the chart pattern on gold has not been a good one. It has not been strong. Today, it's looking a little bit better. Uh, the same goes for silver, looking a little bit better. But precious metals have been weak, and I, I can't, I'm never smart enough to figure out that puzzle. But what I am smart enough to figure out is when we come into what I like to say is a major buy point or an institutional buy point, that's where I get involved right now. I just got to sit out the gold trade for for the moment and uh, let it tell me a little bit more. Yeah, the charts. Just when in doubt, follow the charts. If still in doubt, follow the charts some more. That's <laughs> you know, it's amazing, but you know, the charts save you. Um, you're never going to be perfect in this business. You're not always going to be right. There could be some event or something that triggers, or maybe just miss something. We're only human. Uh, we, we will make mistakes. But you know, overall, the charts will guide you where you need to go. All right. Well, that's it for today. Make sure you go over to Nick's site, inthemoneystocks.com. See how he's beaten the averages for the past several decades. The Twitter feeds, at ITMS, at NickSantiago01, and at Kerry Lutz. Emails are welcome. Send them off to kl at kerrylutz.com. We eventually answer all. I'm sitting on a stack. Maybe we'll just cover them next Wednesday, Nick. And on that note, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. You do the same, Kerry. Have a great weekend. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.